Teresa and Lynn and we will be doing our book to movie adaptation of We the Animals. Oh, We the Animals? Yes. <laughs> I've been saying it wrong all day. Getting it wrong each time. <laughs> what are we drinking today? We are drinking Apothic brand, which is, of course, my favorite brand. Um, the Apothic Inferno. Red. It's a red blend and it's delicious. <laughs> That's all I got to say on that one. I have Apothic over here as well. The funny thing is, is the author of this book. Um, Justin Torres. Yes. In one of his pictures, it he has behind him, he's at a winery. This says Hatton oh, wine. So I was trying to find that wine to kind of do it, but they only sell it in Bali. So oh, we'll just pick up a bottle next time we're there. Just, <laughs> just grab a bottle for us. Yeah, I did a little research on him too, um, because I I never heard of this author, of course, and um, I was trying to determine whether or not this was an autobiography. So he says it's not, but there were significant moments in the in the book that mirrored what he experienced in his life. That was interesting to me. Although yeah. a lot, some of it was embellished, of course, for entertainment purposes. But. Yeah, they call it a semi-autobiography for some reason. Okay, maybe that's why I didn't. I didn't even see the title semi-autobiography. I was just like, now is this real? Did this happen? Right. For me, um, the book was a bit confusing. I was having a difficult time following the dialogue. Um, and I don't know that just reading the book that I would have understood that the weirdness that was referred to in his, um, that everybody kept referring to about him was related to his sexual orientation. Uh, I, I just thought it was that he was like nerdy. He was really into reading and writing and drawing. And so he Introvert was- versus- You didn't get that by the time you read the end of the book? By the time I read the end of the book, oh, oh, okay. but what I'm saying is that throughout the book, when you're watching, when you're, you're reading that story, and then also in the movie, you know, his his dad made a comment like, oh, you know, you're the pretty one and stuff like that. Like, I don't know that all of that to me related to the fact, um, related to his sexuality. Right. Oh, in yes. his line as the author, I feel like those key components were things <laughs> to outline how he was different, but the different to me wasn't about his sexuality. It was just because intellectually, I think he yeah. was different. different yeah. I, I, I probably, because of my own situations, caught it right off the bat. Yeah. Right off the bat. And especially once he got into the, the movie, made it as crystal clear for me. But in the book, about halfway through, I caught on. I was like, okay. Yeah. I know this sounds rude to say. But he didn't say, you have, have, he didn't say I have a first gaydar. Like, I can't pick up anything, any hints, any clues. I missed every, like, alley-oop possible. So I missed it until I got to the end. I and I was like, yeah. oh, there it goes. <laughs> I just, I miss everything. So don't take me to a gay bar. I miss everything. Completely. Completely. Maybe yes. Yeah, because, yeah, like, good, though. Very good. he was different from the family in that he was scared of the water. He didn't swim. He wasn't, like, you know, roughhousing. But mm-hmm. I did not relate any of that to sexual orientation is just, you know, you don't want to swim. I, we have plenty of people in our family that don't like to swim. So, uh, Champagne, I think you don't care for swimming, right? Uh, don't be putting my business out there. Put my business out in the streets. No, but I mean, no, I, I, say that I just didn't relate it to any type of sexual orientation. It was just, I don't know. I didn't get, I didn't get that until the absolute end of the book. <laughs> right. 
Well, I guess dad is such like a, a domineering male spirit. So his sons are like not passive, but like you can see that two of them are kind of taking after the same uh, tracks as their dad. Um, by the, the little comments that they were making in the book. But then Manny, the youngest, was like obviously like more quiet and just reserved. And that is what I picked up. I didn't right. pick up a same sex attraction. He was different. I just was like, he's yeah. the quiet child, which the mom is, is quiet. Mm-hmm. So yeah. kind of made sense. But I just, I missed it. I didn't, for once, I did not read the, like, synopsis to see what the book was about. Not necessarily the spoiler alerts. And with the exception of it being um, in June uh, with the LGBTQ community um, that we're focusing on, I had no idea where, I wouldn't have had any idea where this book was going. Yeah. Yeah, I was so lost. Yeah, I thought it was like a just um like an indie film, kind of yeah. just like looking at like the lives of these kids that are de- dealing with like parents that aren't focused on them or something like that. I just I didn't pick it up at first. Or abusive parents. They had a toxic yeah. relationship going on. Yeah. yeah, both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So both. um. But I mean, it was it was a cute storyline. Um, like I said, I had a hard time following it. I, agree. I mean, I guess as it relates to the adaptation, I mean, I, I can't pull out one thing. I mean, with the exception of the whole trucker love interest yeah. at the end, which made sense because that would have been a whole like, I don't well, know. I was also confused on that because somewhere in the story, did he grow up? For the trucker. Exactly. Yeah. That's why, see, in my mind, he was still a little kid. And I'm like, well, yeah. wait a minute. This trucker kind of, situation. Yeah. yeah, we can't incorporate that in the movie. <laughs> no. So I was waiting for that in the movie. Actually, like, I'm like, how are they going to make this transition right. you know, to this trucking thing? <laughs> right. Yeah, that had me worried a little. Like, whoa, I don't want to see any parts of right. that. Exactly. Exactly. So, but they did have that grave digging piece. Thanks, I, I was just about to. I, I was getting ready to say the same thing. I don't know what. I was like, okay. Even in the book. Right. It's like, where are they going with this? Is he about to murder this lady? Like, I had no idea what it story was. <laughs> exactly. My yeah. mom's all over the place, too. I'm like, what? Um, my favorite category on like Netflix is like the thriller movies, a psycho woman killing people. So I was like, oh, okay, this is what I'm going to We need to talk. We need to talk. Yeah, I, we yeah, I'm <laughs> I really am concerned, Lynn. <laughs> Literally. Everyone's always like, where do you find these movies from? And I'm like, oh, they just keep saying this is suggested for, this is recommended by, because I keep watching them. <laughs> but yeah, so you I were thought- hoping for mama to go into the hole. Is that what you're saying? Or somebody's body yeah, somebody. into the hole. <laughs> Probably the dad. Yeah. yeah. It was a little weird for me at first. And I and I try to keep in perspective that this is how he felt. Like him rising out of the hole. And I'm just like, what is going on? But I kind of get it because I try to have to bring myself, reel myself back in and be like, listen, this is how he felt. Rebirth maybe or, you know, coming to turn. I, you know, so it took me a minute. Let me oh. tell you. The rebirth, huh? I I didn't even see it as rebirth. I saw it more as everything that he was going through because when you're little, you already know you're different. So anything that happens within your family unit, you think it's something about you. So I felt like every single thing, like even the mom, every time something happened, it's like, you know, a lot of times, why is she only focusing on asking him the questions? Why is she only talking to him? Why is he the one that's, you know, so I always, I, I pictured it as, he, know, he already knows he's different. They may not know specifically how different he is, but he knows it and he's known it all along, which is why 
some of those character traits on going under something and hiding and doing things so that people don't see you. Like a lot of those characteristics are very, very common. And so for me, what I read, what I what I got out of the whole great thing is like, you know, he internalized that as something about him because he knows he's different when, you know, of course it had nothing to do with him. It's just, he has a cuckoo dad that really needed to jump in. (laughs) But you know, everything, every, if you, everything that went on had to be about him and his difference. And then eventually it, you know, changed, but. So he was burying his differences is what you were saying? Huh? Uh, So you were saying he was burying his differences. That's why he got in the grave. No, I was just thinking he got into the grave just because that's what he felt like he needed to do. Like, this is just him. He Because he's the first one that said that the dad's digging a grave. Oh. And then the brother's like, he's digging it for you. And then, you know, different things are happening where his dad realizes like, okay, you're my, I, how in the world did I get a pretty one? I got one. How did this happen to me? So I think he was just internalizing everything until he was able to eventually act upon, you know, whatever he felt. So I took it very similarly, but a little bit different. I took it as in like, those were the times where he had to kind of disconnect with who he was on the outside versus who he was on the inside. So like how he was floating through the air and in the grave scene, like he was, he was of course in the grave, but like his inner soul was somewhere else because he didn't want to be wearing that same outer shell that he was wearing because he wasn't happy in his situation in his life. He was hiding under things because he wanted to get away and just like be one with the outside shell and the inside shell versus always being too different. And I think that was why to me in the end when when he was with Dustin was because like at first he was doing that same like separation thing where he was underwater and his outside didn't match the inside before it became to him actually acting on how he felt. It all kind of blended in as one at that point, but before it was like separated. Yep. Yeah. And sort of his feeling of who he was, was always associated with death. So it was drowning. This part of me is drowning. This feeling of suffocation. Right. Yeah. So buried alive, drowning. Yeah. Yeah. I hated the fact that they tricked us in a way uh, because I know when after the whole episode happened, when they found his pictures and everything and he went into the room with his uh, brothers and they were sleeping and he was like, um, body heat, body heat, you know, it was back to, oh, they accepted him and, you know, you still my brother kind of thing. So all of a sudden realized that he was just imagining and hoping for that. I was so upset. Oh, I know exactly. I felt the same thing. Like, oh, good. It's just going to be the same. It's okay. Yeah. And then he backed away and I was like, no, go back. Like, oh, come to me. Yeah. Yeah. I thought my dad bought that truck and was real excited about it. He was. Yeah. And she crushed his bubble. She crushed bubble. his dream. To, I mean, she, she made crushed his bubble, buddy. She crushed it's like, how many kids you got? Nobody got no seatbelt. Like, who? What about your family? Oh, I was like, oh, that was too funny. So proud of himself. You he was. But I, she reminded me of me. Like, why would you buy that stupid truck? Right. Like, what? Did you think <laughs> at all? Besides, oh, it runs. Exactly. She was like, your big D truck. in the back. Your big D truck. You had to go get this big D truck. Uh-huh. Okay. So the, now you feel like you got a big D, but what are we gonna do with it? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that was cracking me up. Too funny. It's crazy how they changed the fact that um, in the book, he was more so cheating on her. But in the movie, it was just, they just couldn't get along, arguing about everything. So that's why he laughed. Whereas in the book, it was like... And he was beating her. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I know this is irrelevant, but the book 
talked about this scene where the old guy was teaching them about the locusts. And I don't know why it just shows so much innocence about the boys because they were like, they just wanted him to keep repeating the same stories over and over again. And I don't know why I enjoyed that. What's that? Adults are like showing me attention and teaching me and being an adult versus, oh yeah, you just hear. Cool. And they were so, I mean, they were kind of bad little kids, right? But they were just so excited about learning about the locusts that I, I don't know why I wanted to see that in the movie, but I don't know. They took that I know it's irrelevant, Raya, but <laughs> apparently I'm the queen of irrelevant. So, so I agree. Oh, she she it relevant. Good job, Treva. Thank you. <laughs> but you know what's driving me crazy? I love. I mean, I, honestly, I love this book and I love this movie. But the screaming in the movie was driving. I was like, if these boys holler one more time, oh I'm my god, <laughs> I can't imagine having that many boys. Ah, uh, swear to God. <laughs> but you know, when you think back, nobody was around them. Nobody cared. They could do yeah. whatever they wanted anyway. Pretty much. I felt like they were worse in the book. You know, yeah. I don't think yeah, they, they did much that. more havoc in the book. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. The whole tomato scene, yeah. the lotion. I was like, and you're just like, oh, you're like, you know, birth me. And I'm like, Claim that. Claim that. Oh, we got a mommy. Right. <laughs> that was cute. That was cute. I love watching the little boys' transformation, though, because they went from so innocent, like, uh, oh, daddy just left. Maybe he'll come back. Mm-hmm. To at the end, where they're like, F him. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> exactly. I think the oldest one was there, like, you know, Maybe two years ahead of time. Right. You didn't say it. <laughs> right? Yeah. It was good. But I don't know how they changed it from like, um, what the mom ma- mentioned once you turn seven in the book, you're not my little boy anymore, so you're yeah. going to be six plus one. Yeah. But in the movie, he was nine. Mm-hmm. And, um, I guess turning 10 to turn 10 in the movie and then like it was nine plus one and i get it it kind of makes it a little bit better to see like a nine-year-old kiss another little boy than like a six-year-old but like still it's still way too young anyway yeah. right but like why change the age it's too young no matter what right right and it makes me feel like people don't believe that you can know your sexuality at a younger age of mm-hmm. six seven i think it's harder it's a harder pill for people to swallow yeah. And that's that was my thought of why they would like change it. And I just want to know what you guys thought about like why they would change something like that. I agree. I think um I think they changed it because it's more relatable. I, I think they can deal with it a little bit more than a six, seven year old. Yeah. I mean, especially since they had the kissing scene or I did. I, I agree. He still looks so young, though. It still was. <laughs> it was like so the cold kissing. I just. Because he was such a young little boy, like they could have just showed them holding hands walking down the street. And well, I, I mean, but think about it. Those kids saw everything with their parents. Yeah. Literally. That's true. So uh, the fact that I understand the bathroom, bathtubs, the they whole bathroom, saw everything. They saw everything. It was worse in a book. It was. It was, it was much worse in a book. I was waiting for it in the movie and I was like, okay, true. thank you. Thank you. Right. Right. I said the same thing. Thank you, Jesus, because I did not want to see that. Yeah, uh, that was. So I, that's why I was. That's why I was kind of okay with either age, but maybe that's what made because I think like nine and ten is when you really start to begin to you know act upon certain okay. things, whatever it is. Six, you know something's different, but I don't necessarily think at six the the sexuality of it comes in. Comes right. 
Right. It's more nine or ten, you know, when those little badass ten year old, nine year old boys and girls like they're terrible. <laughs> so I think that is what was more realistic to me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, but those kids knew what to do at age three, I believe. Mm-hmm. They were seeing everything. Rifling. Speaking of the kids, how much did I love those little actors? I wrote that down. I said, I love the cast, especially the three boys. Oh my God, yeah. they were so good. I, they were phenomenal to me. Yes, I love them. I, honestly, I was not as okay with the mom. I was just like, I don't know. She just was weird. Yeah. Uh, but the kids made the movie. Yeah. Is her name Sheila Van that played the mom? Okay. Yeah, the kids made the movie. I mean, the dad was great too, but they it, they really nailed it on those kids. Oh, they were so good. They were so good. They really were. And then when I saw the picture of the author, Justin, and he's fine. Yes. 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 I was like, oh, that was a good pick. <laughs> and that was a real good pick. <laughs> that little boy was so freaking adorable. Like he was, of course he's the cutest one in the bunch. Manny. That I was like right. um, Isaiah Christian. Isaiah. Oh, oh. Hi. Uh huh. All right. Well, y'all ready to vote on this one? Yeah. I am. I don't feel like I. You know. I mean, it was great. I, I think it was a great adaptation too. Full glass for me. Full glass. My glass is already full. Full glass for me. Got a full bottle. We didn't have to pull teeth for that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it was a great adaptation. It was. But overall, it was, it just hit the mark to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Agreed. It, everything, yeah. So good. So anybody know who the screenplay writer was? Was it Justin also, or? No. I have no idea. I started writing it down, but then I got like director, SP, and that's it. Okay. I the whole writing down the name portion. Gotcha. Okay. I was just wondering okay. because to me it was so good. I was wondering how how involved Justin was in the screenplay. Well, I don't guess we can follow up. Yeah. I was trying to look to see if I could grab it real quick. Yeah. A little slow at the little slow at the punch here. <laughs> All right. Well, check us out on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook at Rewatch Wine and YouTube. <laughs> And you can email us at rewatchwine at gmail.com. Give us some tips on some books you'd like us to review and give us your feedback on books that you've read and watched the movie. We would love to hear from you. And again, this one kicks off our June Pride Month. All righty. Bye. 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 Bye.